0: Take me home, John Denver, this is the uh, anniversary of his tragic passing, my man. And so I had to throw it out there. I, I think we've now been doing the podcast long enough to where we, we talked about this a year ago.
1: Really? He died a year ago?
0: No, he died, uh, <laughs> he, he probably died about 20, 30 years ago, yeah, 1997, <laughs> yeah.
1: Long time Yeah, back. it was a while back.
0: Hey, he died in like a plane crash. It was... oh,
1: oh, you think we talked about the anniversary.
0: Like... Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Uh, I'm a, you know, I like to do the anniversaries from time to time. Uh, and he's one of my favorite rocker names. Uh, not John Denver, as he's famously known. No, I like, I'm a bigger fan of his real name. Henry John Deutschendorf Jr. <laughs> <laughs> believe this, is, we covered this. He's known professionally as John Denver, but... He
1: grew up in West Virginia named Deutschendorfer? What would you say?
0: Yeah, Henry John Joy- Deutschendorf Jr.
1: Deutschendorf?
0: Yeah, there was an elder Deutschendorf, uh, Henry John Deutschendorf, that was roaming the streets back in those days. And I thought, all right, I'm going to have myself a, a compadre, a second Deutschendorf, Henry John. Right.
1: Props to whoever started that trend and that bloodline. You know, it was a man who was like, "All right, come on." Our last name's Deutschendorf. Let's just do like Henry John.
0: Yeah, well, I <laughs> I love the short like name to complement the long last name.
2: You yeah, that's perfect. That
0: that's a good move. Uh, or if you have a long first name and then the uh, you know, the short last name, Henry John too. I like that combination. And then the Deutschendorf, and then you mm. got to add the junior. I mean, that's a lot of writing. Do you think he could have been a rocker with the Deutschendorf? Probably no. not, right? Oh, yeah, no. you get it. So <laughs> I like the switch to John Denver. Uh, you know, it worked yeah, out for him. Good, good and, PR move. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, getting a little bit of that echo again. Always in the beginning.
0: Oh, man. It's probably the FBI tapping the lines. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> They're getting like, cross. It they gotta... It's cross-resonation with the old, uh, you know, CIA who's also listening, right? You know, it happens all the time.
1: Yeah. yeah Sorry.
0: All right, but, yeah. But uh,
1: yeah, John Denver, great tune. I don't know why, but it always makes me think of it. I don't even remember anything else about this movie. But it's like one of those Aliens movies, or maybe Predator movies.
3: Can't remember which one. Uh, But the guy from Eastbound and Down is in it. You're talking about Burt Reynolds? No, what?
0: Oh, sorry, I was thinking about the song Eastbound and Down from the famous Burt Reynolds movie Smokey and the Bandit. That was my mistake, yeah. East-
1: How old are you? Jesus yeah, I know. Christ. Hey, hey, Grandpa, can you go get my brother over there? <laughs> the fuck Smokey and the Bandit? Dude, Smokey and the Bandit, that's a great
0: film, man. It's an
1: all-time classic. All right, we need to get this Grandpa a marijuana cigarette. <laughs> my brother that was born two years before me.
0: Eastbound and Down, I do recall, yeah, that was with uh, that fat Hedgehog fella who I can never remember yeah, his name. Guy. Yeah, yeah. I can, Oh, good call, can, dude. If anybody's the
1: Hedgehog. He's
0: the Hedgehog. Yeah. They should have done the real life Sonic with just him as Sonic. No makeup, no CGI. <laughs> Maybe color him blue, right? Do you
1: like, do you like that Spencer Gift blue hairspray thing? <laughs> yeah, dude. I did.
0: Yeah, he's totally... If anybody could pull off a really fantastic Ron Jeremy biopic, it would be the dude who was in Eastbound and Down, whose name (laughs) I still can't think of.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can't think of his name. What movie is that, though? It's like either Alien or Predator or a Alien vs. Predator. I can't remember. One of them. Yeah, you know uh, what?
0: If I'm uh, combing through my mind, I think he was in one of the Predators.
1: Was that a Predator?
0: I just remember there was, like, this
1: signal they picked up, and he's like, that's, what you he say? He's like, <laughs> it's just something like, that's goddamn take-me-home, John Denver.
0: Uh, Alright. Well,
1: <laughs> If you were wondering, all aliens and predators and or alien-verse predators are all unwatchable after 2000.
0: Okay, so we're thinking of the actor uh, Danny McBride. Michael has a brand new massive computer right in front of him. Doesn't even use it. Uh, I'm uh, toying with (laughs) a decades-old laptop that barely functions. I got Danny McBride for you.
1: Thank you. That's what I was trying to figure out. And then... uh,
0: Well, you know, I don't know if you've heard of this
1: thing. Alien Uh,
0: Covenant. Called Google. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I was trying to figure out how to look up who it was.
0: Oh, Here, I right. could have just
1: typed it Eastbound and Down. Well, well the reason I brought
0: it up is because uh, in my quick timing there to Google it up, I had typed in Eastbound and Down, and it had the two options Eastbound and Down and then Eastbound and Down song. So I'm, <laughs> I think I get a little credit there for being kind of, uh, you know, having a little bit of my finger on the pulse, right?
1: On the pulse. So this thing that offers you an infinite amount of choices. Yeah, I came in number two. you a song. Second place. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> All Sorry. right, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you, bud. <laughs> yeah. Job.
0: All right, I feel good.
1: Yeah! <laughs> you won this round. All right, so
0: he was an Alien Covenant, and uh, now if I recall, this was like the rebooted sequel to Prometheus, right? The oh, what? Yeah, man. Prome- Prometheus is in the alien lure. Uh, uh, he's somewhere in there, or lore. Uh, and, and he, it, it was a movie with Michael Fassbender, I believe. He was the, uh, spoiler alert, robot guy. Every alien has the one dude who's a human until he's exposed as being the robot that the uh, Federation, like, planted on the ship to keep all the humans in line. <laughs> they all sure. have, same premise, every movie. It's incredible. It's genius. Yeah, we never learn, huh? No, we we humans never. Well, I think maybe uh, around this these iterations, they're like expecting the guy.
1: Mm. You know, oh, fool me once.
0: That's right. Well, honestly, when it comes to alien and the mythology behind the stories, you know, I really uh, I could not tell you where in what timeline they exist, or they may have gone Marvel on us. Could be this dimension or another, you know, parallel universe over there, or right, or went back <laughs> yeah. in time and they're, they're Marty McFlying it, you know, through everything. Like, I, who knows? Who knows what Alien is up to? At this point, with that kind of franchise, though, you could do anything, man. That's a
1: great call.
0: It's aliens. Right parallel dimension, future, past, maybe doing a little both at the same time, right? Who cares? It's, you know, if you can squeeze in Sigourney Weaver, I think it's a win-win for everybody.
1: Holy shit, dude. They got that timeline
3: totally wrong. <laughs> oh!
0: All right. This
3: year was supposed to be in 2008.
1: I mean, Prometheus takes place in 2091.
0: Yeah, again, I don't get it, and I do believe they're redoing Alien, and then, you know the one of your favorite movies, District 9, the guy who directed that one, Neil Blomkamp, or whatever his name is? He was on board to do a reboot of the reboot of Alien, like his own version, District 9 version, and it totally fell through because the director, I think, it became apparent that he was just uh, not a very good director. I think that's really <laughs> what happened there. All his movies started to bomb. So, I heard they
1: were gonna do another uh, District Nine. What happened? District Ten. Yeah, that's what I thought. Wow, Such a stupid idea.
0: You know, it, you know, the movie it had something going on there, but you know, Stop. from an entertainment Stop. value standpoint, I like the visuals of the the ship hovering over. Right, it was kind of very uh, Independence Day esque. Except it turns out these aliens are kind of like lazy, like humans. You know, and they end up just squatting and hanging out and collecting pay from the government. It's an interesting idea. Yeah. <laughs> kind of hits close uh, to home, right? It's almost like our migrant si- situation over here. <laughs> I
1: don't, apparently they're still working on it.
0: Oh okay, well I wish them the, all the, the
1: luck. COVID ruined it.
0: Yeah, it ruined a lot of movies. But honestly, if you were waiting that long for a sequel, I'm I'm not even interested. That and that is true for I never saw the second Dumb and Dumber or and anything ten years later. I'm just like, I, I can't see it. I don't want to watch yeah, it because you're just cashing in on the old stuff. It's probably just gonna be a regurgitation of some old ideas. And yeah, it's a money, uh, grab. Yeah, it's a money grab. That's what it all comes down uh... to.
1: But you know what? I cannot get enough of sequels of Tony Fauci versus Rand Paul. Frank. Oh,
0: man. I didn't think you I fucking. Like...
1: <laughs> I look at the docket and I look at everything going on. I look at everything I wanted to talk about today and I just go, wait a minute. Red flags are just silent oh, yeah. going off here. Oh, I got the goods. What are, what are they trying to cover up? You know what I mean? With everything going on, look at like, We got Hamas. We got climate crisis. We got <laughs> Trump might be taken off the ballot. But Ukraine is still going on. You know, Taylor Swift in the football. I mean, it's like, okay, <laughs> right. what do they not want you to talk about? Oh. Tony, Fa- Tony Fauci in the vaccine everybody took.
0: I don't like Fox News. I'm not a huge fan, but they're pretty much the only ones who interview Rand Paul these days. And so I got a little snippet. Rand Paul detailing what is in the pipeline here for Tony Fauci and company, and he used some interesting, interesting phrases. That, well, honestly, I feel like it's the first time we're truly hearing it really brought up in a real legal way. Like we're not just hearing like we need a Nuremberg man, you know, yeah. this guy committed you know you know crimes against humanity, dude. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's, like,
1: <laughs> it's Mueller. Uh, Robert De Niro played him on SNL. <laughs>
0: I want to hear words like misdemeanor, felony, you know, crime committed, X, Y, Z. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have proof. We have emails. You know, I want to hear these kind of things.
1: It is a provable offense, and we do have the proof.
0: Exactly. That's what I'm looking for. That gets me going. That makes me excited for a year of Tony Fauci in front of the cameras explaining himself, sweating, (laughs) losing that Brooklyn accent real fast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, uh, I got a little bit of Rand Paul. He's detailing here um, what we should be expecting when it comes to Fauci, the Wuhan lab, and the funding, and what he did not just to procure the funding for it, but also to hide uh, getting it.
4: From the very beginning, Anthony Fauci knew he was involved with funding this lab, and he did everything possible. It's throughout our government, eight different agencies in our government are covering up their support for this lab in Wuhan. It's ongoing as we speak, even though we've had a uh, unanimous Congress declassified information, I have classified uh, unclassified information that's being withheld from me to this day. But we have evidence, yes, that they were dishonest, that Anthony Fauci lied in hearings to me, which is a felony punishable up to five years. We now have. E-
0: I like that right there. I'm a huge fan. We detailed all his his moments where he was sweating, you know, remember that? Like, just getting really red hot and angry with (laughs) Rand Paul, right?
1: I really hope whatever sentence he gets, it comes with a boost.
0: Oh, yeah, well, I've been saying it, and I think it will happen if he were to ever actually go to jail, and... We've detailed numerous crimes against humanity Tony Fauci has committed when it comes to the AIDS pandemic. And then the four different uh, factories where he's torturing beagles, Um, (laughs) he tortures puppies for a living on the side, uh, you know, from killing orphans. And then, uh, you know, it's 2023, everybody
1: needs a side hustle, you know? (laughs)
0: It, it would be really quite something if, uh, let's say, truly Trump gets elected, right, and the swamp gets drained, and we finally go after Fauci, and you know we can get people like that held accountable. Do I really think it will happen? He's the highest paid bureaucrat in Washington, D.C., Probably highly unlikely anything happens to Fauci, right? But it's nice to have the dialogue start flowing. And if Republicans gain some seats in, let's say, the Senate or in the House, we could maybe just start getting some hearings where the information just flows out to the public. And that'll be be a good thing. Because then we can live in a future where we'll never see Brad Pitt play Tony Fauci on SNL, which is back this weekend. You know who's hosting. Who? The biggest energy in the planet, my man. No. You know it. Oh, yeah. Pete Davidson. I can't wait Pete to clip Davidson. it. I'm looking get forward to it. Oh, man. Here.
1: I'm going to watch it. Absolutely. Oh, God. I thought he was on SNL.
0: No, he got fired or quit or quit fired. I I don't know what happened. Uh, I think he was just banging too many guests, so they made him leave. <laughs> you know? <laughs> hey, power to him. I, you know, if you get to bang all these hot chicks who are yeah. performers and famous, right, probably... I'm sure he's been to Epstein Island. I can only guess. Uh, it's so- kind of
1: sad now when they like you see a picture with him with like a new chick. Like, I don't even know who I feel worse for.
0: Yeah, that's actually... Well, I look at the chick and I think your career must be over. Oh,
1: that's what I mean.
0: <laughs> this is your last grasp you're for trying, some fame. You're trying to
1: ride his coattails? Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, his dicktails? <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, man, Dick Tales could have been a sweet porno based on the old Duck tales cartoon. Dick Tales, Alright. Maybe, maybe Pete Davidson's working on it. I don't know. So he'll be on SNL. Uh, no more Fauci impersonations with Brad Pitt, hopefully. I, who knows? We, we'll see what the cold open is. But Rand Paul's here talking about felony charges against Tony Fauci.
4: ...emails that show him saying that he knew it was gain of function, that the virus looked manipulated, and that he was worried that this came from the Wuhan lab. February 1st of 2020, then he spent the last three years saying nothing to see here. We also know that there was a safety committee that should have reviewed this, And we know that Anthony Fauci went around the safety committee. The safety committee set up in place to make sure this wouldn't happen. Never saw the Wuhan funding because Anthony Fauci allowed the funding to go around the safety committee. This is a bombshell revelation, and this will eventually bring down Anthony Fauci.
0: Yeah! That's what I like to hear. Proof, evidence, like, come on, emails? Yes, thank you, dates? Absolutely. I love it. That like man, February first, that seems right about you know, before we locked down. I love it, man.
1: Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. You think he's gonna do jail time? Uh, I don't think so.
0: No, I just want the man's name and legend to be besmirched throughout history forever. I just want so
1: we could call him the
0: formally indicted. I want to be able to walk up to everybody and say, see, I was right. That piece of shit was an <laughs> evil, maniacal supervillain. I was right. And you are idiots for following anything. Oh, by the way, if you wore a double mask, shame on you. You follow you were you were fooled. Double
1: he mask. You created the virus and then sold you the <laughs> the bullshit cure.
0: Do you remember the double mask? I can't remember who suggested it. It came out of nowhere, like yeah. Jen Pesaki or the chick who said top of mind, right? Jean-Pierre, huh? oui oui. Right? <laughs> it just like came out of nowhere. And then they asked him on like CNN, like, oh Dr. Fauci, should we uh should we be wearing the double mask? You know, and he, he just like went right along with it. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, remember, remember, first he said no,
1: and then he came and then he reversed it and said, you know, I don't see why two masks would hurt. If one works, why not two? And then he started wearing two.
0: <laughs> yes, I believe we used to have a clip. It was from probably a year ago, uh, somewhere in the archive there, where he was on the stand testifying, and Rand Paul ridiculed him. About the double mask wearing, entering, and, and and kind of spelled out for him how absurd everything Tony Fauci was telling the public was, and people forget Rand Paul, he was a doctor. <laughs> the guy kind of knows what he's talking about when he's it comes to masks. Just an eye surgeon. What do they know? <laughs> <laughs> how,
1: how many puppies is Rand Paul tortured? <laughs>
0: Fauci is one sick puppy, uh, there's no doubt. And I'm just hoping that through these revelations, people will somehow see the light on this guy. And the hope ultimately being is, you know, what's the idea? We had to be reminded of Hitler for us to never accept another Hitler, or we had to wait about 50 years, and here we are now. uh, We're ruled by some sort of Nazi takeover, I just don't know what. (laughs) But... um, You know, but we were reminded of it so that way we could avoid it again, and we need to be reminded of the evil that is Tony Fauci, and it wasn't just COVID. The man has been a reign of terror upon the health community for generations. Yeah, think
1: about how many people he really is responsible for killing just in the rhetoric and the way you altered the medical system to where it's like all pharmaceuticals. I mean, for decades... They've just been pumping us with drugs that they're now admitting don't work. Yes. Think about all, like, the antidepressants and shit that they're like, yeah, it's actually... That's... What we thought causes depression is actually not what causes
0: depression. You know, we may have a little data. We're not totally sure, but it kind of seems like those SSRIs are causing all those mass shootings. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, but there's a little bit, a little bit of a link there.
1: It's about these drugs that make people feel disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> Out of body. might be causing people to do things that seem disconnected.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm just a plumber here. Uh, I don't know. They need better, you know, more accurate commercials for these drugs. Like feelings of, you know, disconnectedness and wanting to murder everybody in your community may happen. Consult do you your doctor. Have a de-
1: do you have a depressed child and too many kids in your neighborhood?
0: <laughs> oh man. That's terrible. Feeling, yeah, wanna thin that's the sad. herd. Yeah, I wanna thin the herd. Oh my god. Take an antidepressant. Wow. Is your neighborhood too fat? Tony Fauci bothers me so much because he he made science equal racist. You know, ra- no nope, everybody's racist, so nobody's racist. There is nope, no yeah. racism because everything is racism. You know, you you made everything racist, so the word racism within of itself is a mockery of itself, and it is just a, a joke. I hear. If I'm called a racist, I'm going to laugh my ass off. All right, man. No. Bigot, double up, baby. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. Come on. Say something about the BLT sandwich community while you're at it. Come on, man. You know? Bigot? Are oh, you following me? What's the so these words, are, yeah. You listen to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: dude, uh, speaking of Nazis. Oh, yeah. I got a great one for us.
0: So, uh, we're back to the Nazis. Are these Ukrainian Nazis that get standing ovations at the parliament in Canada? Or are these just your typical classic Nazis, like Illinois Nazis?
1: Uh, no, these are not the Nazis the Democrats claim. These are real Nazis. Oh, right. And uh, people that we are supporting. Um, this was just... This was a doozy. I left my phone outside. It was, like, in my toolbox. Oh, yeah. And then I went into a crawl space. I forgot I put it down in my toolbox, so I couldn't change the, uh, the podcast.
0: Very nice.
1: And it changed, it like, you know, the next one came up, and it was Democracy Now. Ah, uh, yes! This, with this special
3: interview with some, like, professor who was gonna break down how we need, how we should pick carefully who we support in these wars.
0: In these wars such as Ukraine-Russia, which I don't even think is a war compared to the war going on in Israel versus Israel. Hamas and the Palestinians, oh, yeah. you know, and it we discussed yeah. it an ancient, you know, thousand, thousands-of-year war, you know, conflict that we just don't understand.
1: Some would say never can under, quite understand,
3: but this lady's going to help us out. She's going to break it down for us <laughs> in <I'm
0: so>, a <laughs> very unbiased way. so excited for this.
4: Uh, yeah. And Barbara, uh, on this funding issue, what would be your your perspective on linking uh, the funding of Ukraine uh, assistance to it to assistance to Israel? And there's even talk of including some funding
5: for uh, Taiwan as well. Wait, are we at war? I, I don't I do not know about the funding for Taiwan. <laughs> What's
0: up? Are we fighting in Taiwan all of a sudden? Did he just spill the beans on some info that the media has that we're not supposed to have yet?
1: Yeah, we gotta go on. So there's this whole argument now about like the support of the support for Taiwan, uh, for Ukraine, and Israel.
0: All right, all right, all right. Carry yeah. on.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where they got Taiwan.
0: Well, I'm saying they they are preempting us. You know, like there's gonna be a war in Taiwan, so we better start sending the money now and just linking it into the Ukraine package. Just because you know, ten percent goes to the big guys. So this is a lot of money.
1: I think this is just Juan Garcia's getting a boner. All right, yeah, yeah,
3: okay. Even the lady, she brushes it off.
5: All right. But as far as about the funding for Taiwan, but as far as I'm concerned, linking funding for Ukraine with funding for Israel is absolutely nonsensical. If you see those two countries and those two situations as parallel, uh, if we're going to do any parallel constructions around who's who and who lines up with who, how I see it, and I'm sure many others share, would share this as well, Ukraine and Palestine are in parallel situations yeah. because they are the targets of imperialism. In the case of Palestine, they are the targets of settler colonialism. And if the United States was going to do, well, we're going to, you know, uh, we're going to do funding for people who are suffering under the same kinds of egregious, egregious uh, attacks, warfare, genocide, etc. If they were going to do parallel uh, funding, they would be funding Palestine and uh, and Ukraine. Don't people please do not pretend that Ukraine and Israel are uh, parallel and in the same situation.
1: Yeah, we we know because we fought this war already. <laughs> one was Jewish and <laughs> one was Nazi.
0: I thought we knew about this whole uh <laughs> In fact, that's why we were all appalled that the Canadian Parliament gave a standing ovation to a Nazi. To a Nazi. And, and, then, now, <laughs> well,
1: and then all these me- all the left wing media now. I mean Trump saved Pod, they're all talking about fucking uh Ukraine and Palestine. They're the oppressed. They're just fighting back. Dude, let's say whatever you want, man. I have zero videos that I could find online of of Israeli soldiers kidnapping, murdering, and raping Palestinian women and children.
0: Also, zero images of the wives of these Palestinians escaping to Europe with their suitcases filled with cash. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen one. Not one case. Not one image, right?
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. Is Netanyahu wearing a green shirt?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. We gotta get, we gotta get Netanyahu uh, some sleeves, man. He's gotta get his gotta war get... shirt on, right? The key is the sleeve on the arm. This is kind of a funny and weird gray area for the liberals. They don't know where to go. They're Nazis. You guys don't... I, I,
3: <laughs> so you want to support Ukrainian Nazis and
1: now the Nazis of the Middle East, Hamas. Like, I, don't, I thought you guys were the party of the gay people and everything. The LGBTQIA plus two spirit, you know?
3: That's I, you guys, <laughs>
1: right? You're you, now supporting <laughs> the people that they want to execute the in their in their country.
0: It's interesting to me that we've been screaming for the past year, especially to like maybe our neighbors around here. Uh, you know, you guys know that's a uh, Nazi symbol there on your your crane flag. You know, like that's <laughs> you're you're supporting the Nazis, and nobody really took any any of that seriously, right? It was just no, it's the new thing. I'm programmed now to support Ukraine, and I'm going to override in my. Zombie brain that I'm, you know, cheering on the Nazis, and and then we had the Canadian Parliament thing, and it became a little bit more obvious to everybody. I think Trudeau actually still traveling internationally on his apology tour, uh, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I think he went to the front lines of the uh, Israeli Gaza conflict. Uh, he's fighting for the Jews. Uh, he's very sorry. So I, it's interesting that. It's now becoming a lot more apparent, okay, I'm going to probably take my Ukraine flag down from my bio there because I'm maybe possibly supporting Nazis, and then at the same time this conflict arises and they're all going gung-ho for the Palestinians, when is the moment that it'll click, oh, I'm cheering for the guys killing the Jews, I am two for two on supporting anti-Jews, I'm anti-Semitic.
3: You are a Nazi.
1: I mean, at the very best, you're a Nazi sympathizer.
0: Yes, as in, right? as in you understand the cause and you, uh, you, know, you, you support it. Yeah, you might donate a dollar or two. You know, right, right, but it's a tough economy. It's Bidenomics, so uh, <laughs> you, you just cheer from the sidelines. <laughs> <Right. laughs> You can put me
1: on the mailing list if you want. <laughs> don't, don't expect to hear back from me.
5: And
0: I'm not going to open them. I'm going to delete them. You know, they're going straight to the trash.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That's cra- I just can't believe all these people are supporting some of the worst people on earth, man. That is terrible what they did. Fascinating then, to hear this then, on
0: there that they're like, you know, hey, you people are kind of calling it wrong here. There's no parallel between the two countries.
1: No. <laughs> no, dude, I'm joking, but, you know, you say what you want about Ukraine, I make fun of them all the time. They never... You never see videos of them going into Russia and kidnapping, murdering, and torturing women and children. <laughs> I mean, that is... That, I, you can't get over that image,
0: right? And I thought that they tried to pull that kind of scenario from the Russian invasion, but it didn't stick. Nothing that came out mm. of Ukraine ever sounded real the imagery was never real looking and all the supposed heroes of the storylines ended up being fake yeah that wasn't a real war i just can't get over how we're six days into this conflict and it's like one of the craziest wars i've seen in 30 years and we've been in ukraine for almost two years there's three (laughs) academy awards four documentaries from sean penn and like you know I i don't even know if there was really anything happening there
1: But, dude, do you see all the people calling for a uh, peace treaty now? Like, dude, you can't.
0: Uh, It's not going to happen. They're going to level Gaza Strip. I said it on day one when it happened. That's it.
1: Dude, you you can't walk up, punch the biggest bully on the playground in the face. You know what I mean? And then when he raises his hand, be like, no, dude, let's sign for peace. I
0: got to say, though, (laughs) have, have you seen the images from the map from 1945 to now? the expansion of Israel, the separation of Palestine into the Gaza Strip and the West Bank, and then the shrinking of the Gaza Strip. If you kind of look at the timeline and the size of that strip, you can almost see it from the perspective of Israel where, you know, we just need a little bit of a match to light this fire and we can level the whole place in like one week and have ourselves the entire area. Oh,
3: I, th- I think, you know, I mean... Whether they, I know there's like that whole thing about they had the intel, and listen, whether they let
1: it happen or not, either way, uh, you Palestinians, you showed your true face. And all you guys out there celebrating what happened, the atrocities, I mean, that is, you're showing your true colors here, and the, the mask has been removed. But also, so,
0: yeah, Israel now has the green light to just totally uh, demolish the entire Gaza Strip, and then own the... The property, folks. Do you know what we're witnessing here? This is old school Lahaina. Okay, you don't use laser beams from the sky, orchestrated by Oprah, to wipe <laughs> out territory so you can claim it for your real estate. No, no, no. You start a holy war, baby, and then you go in and just knock them out. It's
1: beautiful. Uh, I forgot who. One of these like people were like, I mean, imagine if the U. S. If they attack the U. S. Like that. And I was thinking. All I could think. <laughs> If Hamas was able to come over here and kill 1,300 people and then murder and do what they did over here, in about 18 months, we'd be visiting uh, the Disney Strip.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. We would level
1: it and turn (laughs) it into a theme park. (laughs)
0: Absolutely. It'd be a new launching pad for SpaceX. (laughs) Yeah,
1: literally. It was 18 months. Don't even...
0: (laughs) Well, we good call, my man. Uh, speaking of which, we are airing Friday today, the declared day of jihad.
2: Hi, Dana. Yeah, we're getting in that new video and some new information. Also, an alarming alert from a former leader of Hamas calling for a day of jihad on Friday, telling Muslims to take to the streets across the world and protest against Israel. Is it
1: jihad or jihad?
0: Well, I, like I think Americans say jihad, and I think she's trying to do the turk of jihad. Mm. And you know what? You can drop the niceties mm. and the wokism and trying to appease languages when we're talking a bu- about a bunch of animals who just ransacked a country and raped and <laughs> murdered a ra- bunch them. of innocent yeah. civilians. You can drop it. It's cool. You can say jihad.
2: <laughs> it's okay. You
0: don't have to turk your way through this one, all right?
2: <laughs> telling people of neighboring countries to join the fight against Israel, specifically Dana asking Qatar, Jordan, Syria, Lebanon, and Egypt, the people there, to stand up and fight back. So the man who's saying all of this is Khalid Mashal. He heads the Hamas Diaspora office. He's actually in Qatar. Uh, he's been posting a lot, actually posting that audio and videotape just in the past few days. Um, and he's also telling people to head to the squares in the streets of the Arab and Islamic world, saying we declare Friday, the Friday of the flood is a day of general mobilization, rather, in our Arab and Islamic worlds and among the free people of the world. So that's a statement that was coming in just a short time ago, saying it's a day to rally and support and offer aid to the people and participate actively. So we do see some of the areas here in New York City, Dana, which has such a large Jewish population, the largest outside of Israel, kind of trying to harden up those soft targets, like some of the synagogues, and we've also seen the NYPD going to be all coming in in full uniform Yeah, you tomorrow. guys really
1: picked a hard target, man. These Jews do not fuck around, man. They look like pussies in their little, you know, black robes and long curls and their huh. hats. Dude, they're packing.
0: Oh, they are definitely.
1: <laughs> these, are, these are conservatives, Second Amendments.
0: <laughs> oh, these are where your ghost guns are being created, folks. You know it. They're,
1: they're fucking shipping in, like, uh, Israeli Uzis huh. or Oh, yeah, and man. Telling, no, they do like, not mess nobody around. nobody fucks Absolutely. with these guys. No. Even- <laughs> oh,
0: they're, they're, they're like mafia. They are mafia, essentially, right? Uh, did you we- I, I mean, I'm not even <laughs> mad at you. When you've been attacked every time, I mean, yeah, people man. are trying to kill
1: all the Jews? Uh,
0: haven't we done this before in our lifetime, though, since 9-11? And then when we bombed the other country, they declared the Day of Jihad. I feel like we've heard this many times in our life
3: yeah but
1: gen z hasn't so this is all new to them it it's is all new yeah, it's the first time it's been list. on
0: tiktok so everyone's losing their minds over it i just i was, i dropped in a little bit today uh, to sweep the news over in x formerly known as twitter and uh you know i, I was like shocked at the amount of and this is i'm talking republicans you know and the the conservative right the fear porn over the like i i'm quoting here numerous accounts uh, say stating you know stay out of the major cities for the next 14 months who the fuck is going <laughs> to stay out of the major cities for 14 months <laughs> Are you Ted Kaczynski? You got a fucking shack up in Montana? What the f- I'm not kidding you. So many, so many, like, news, you know, people in the right. Yeah, for, for the next 14 months, <clears throat> it'd be well advised to avoid all major U.S. cities. Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. You're sipping some Kool-Aid, baby, and I don't want yeah. any of it, man. It's crazy how the, you know, we can so easily make fun of the insane like, blue hairs and the people who lose their minds over the Roe v. Wade nonsense on, on the left, and then, like, well, the left loses their mind on everything these days, but the the second this thing happened with this uh Israeli uh, conflict, man, the people on the right went bonkers, dude. Like, I was very quickly reminded of the Warhawks of the George Bush era. They're still there, man. They're, they're ripe within the, Whoa, the Trump community dear. there. It's crazy. Like, everyone's ready to go guns blazing. Yeah, have you seen our uh, military
1: manufacturer stocks? I imagine <laughs> through the roof. No, they're kind of low. We need to... Uh, All right, we got to stock we up, baby. the big war.
0: Yeah, man. No, just the whole, like, everybody gear up. We're going to have terror attacks. It's going to be crazy. All oh, Friday a day of rage, day of jihad. And I, I swear I've heard the day of jihad many times in my lifetime. And... It's just kind of only like a, it's like a recycling. But
1: Frank, I gotta, you know what, I man? You're kind of proving my point here. Because of the last episode, I was saying, you, you know, you were talking about how they had the warnings and they didn't act. Look, right now, you're doing it. <laughs> Warning for Deji Hunt. I've heard it every year.
0: No, well, in my book, if I'm hearing it on X, formerly known as Twitter, it's, it's bullshit. Whatever it is, you know, Earth is flat. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff. That's, yeah, but that's my just, medium. You're you know? just
1: seeing it because now everybody's talking about it. I'm sure it was on X.
0: Well, no. It, I'm just thinking that, you know, the credible sources, th- or what I'm thinking with the uh, the knowing of the attack, they had a lot of intel in early September of the September 11th attacks. And I'm talking about... Not the people on Twitter, but the people in the FBI and all that stuff, and the intelligence agencies. And they're, uh, the information out there is that, you know, Israel had some sort of intel months prior that this was uh, potentially going to happen as I know.
1: well. My, my point, though, is if, you're be, if you are like, man, I've heard this so many times before, imagine the guy who's sitting there every day reading it.
0: Ah, good call. You mean like the real government dudes out there who have to deal with a ton of shit all the time. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Oh, another day of jihad. What is it, Thursday? All right, thanks, buddy. Call (laughs) me when a real bomb goes off.
1: Exactly. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like how many days of jihad did they hear about? So it's easier for them to overlook it. I totally
0: understand. And that's why I I get it. Like that's how easily a 9-11 or an event like what happened over the weekend can occur, because...
1: Well, see, no, no, the difference is the Israelis weren't, uh, they weren't doing a training exercise. Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> that was, well, that we was should based look into around it. jihadists. Wait, were they,
0: over. somebody needs to look into this, man. Like, was there an Operation, you know, Northwoods or something going on, right? And they were, like, playing out, game playing, this exact scenario, just, like, down the ways?
1: No, what it really looks like, it looks like what really happened is they thought they were dealing with, like, militants and they didn't realize they were dealing with animals so they didn't have enough protection around the civilian areas
0: yeah good call this could also be a precursor unfortunately uh or we may look back on this moment as when the surveillance of our city streets went up tenfold and we uh enter the chinese realm of social credit id system and they're tracking your every movement
1: Can't we just kill all the Muslims?
0: Yeah, I mean that looks like they're gonna do it, dude. I'm pretty sure they <laughs> cut off the power. Their only power plant over there in the Gaza Strip is now completely out of fuel, and it has been for the last like 24 hours. I have to imagine pretty slowly, or maybe quickly from this point forward. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of starvation and all that action. It could get pretty. You know, Actually, man, ugly here's in my there.
1: problem, right? This is what I don't
3: like about this. this the same thing with the water. Like, in all of that planning, this attack, none of you looked at your
1: water source and your electricity and were like, you know, we kind of need these people.
0: <laughs> well, you know, but dude, when it comes to this attack, was it a government sanction? Like, was it this like major, yeah. you know, did ever, did everyone go in on it? Were the civilians in on it? Like, did everybody want to do this oh, thing? You voted
1: for Hamas. And this is your government now that's doing this attack. So you voted... For, I mean, these people are... Oh, I man. Forget, uh, they brought something up. There was, like, a poll taken or something in 2022, it was last year. And Hamas still... It was almost 60% approval. Like, everybody's... Majority of the people support this organization running their government. And it's a terrorist organization. If you... So, just, like... I'm calling the spade a spade here. We're Nazis. We're supporting Nazis and terrorists. We're, we're bad people.
0: Well, then you're right on the money. You know what? The folks of uh, Palestine, you voted for this, and just like we did here, and you get what you paid for with Hamasonomics. You know what I'm saying? It's just uh, <laughs> Hamasonomics, you get what you pay for. <laughs> just like Bidenomics, man. No difference. Except <laughs> if you, over here, we, do, we don't invade and rape and mer- Oh, wait. Never mind. Well, uh, well, we'll carry on from that subject, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. No! Yeah, so that's right. <laughs> exactly.
1: Rape and murder, that's just Hunter's laptop.
0: Well, Mike, you know what, that's right. Well, I don't know if they, uh, is there any murder on that? There must have been some murder on that laptop, I bet.
1: That's really funny, you just overlooked the, skipped right over the rape.
0: <laughs> well, no, that was a given. I, that's always been known in my mind, there was some raping going on in there. See, I, but I could
1: only assume that the young girls aren't testifying because they're dead.
0: Yes, exactly. Good call, man. Yeah, that's how Epstein got away with everything. Uh, so well, we it's a crazy world we're living in no doubt. I mean, we got this conflict overseas. Uh, and then um, I don't know what's happening in Ukraine. they They claim there's a conflict there. Uh, but also we have this frightening prospect tomorrow or today of this, uh, you know, day of jihad. Uh, mm. pretty scary stuff. It's really... Friday the 13th. Really? Ooh. Oh, man, spooky. It's hard to focus. Uh-huh. And uh, I got to tell you, I have one thing and one thing on my mind tonight.
4: Good evening, everybody. The Broncos play in two days in Kansas City against the Chiefs. At Broncos HQ <laughs> today, Justin That's right. Simmons said that Thursday's
0: game... Is a must-win. He also said that it's a turning point of their season. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm knee-deep in fantasy football, folks. I'm four and one, second place. I got a good shot at taking it to the championship again this year. I'm telling you.
4: Host in Broncos country are aware that the Broncos have lost 15 in a row to the Chefs. A loss on Thursday would not be sweet 16. When it comes Did to he Lillizzi's, call them the Chefs?
0: Yeah, we disrespect. This is local Denver news. We have no respect for the Chiefs. And uh you guys call them the chefs. Don't you remember that yeah. that Snickers commercial? It's one of the greatest all time. It's the old guy, he's on the little cart, and he's painting the end zone, and uh the dude like taps him on the shoulder and he hands him a Snickers, you know, and it's like hungry why wait or something like that and <laughs> like pans out and he wrote like chefs instead of chiefs. <laughs> it's a classic commercial, man. We love our classic commercials here.
1: That's a great one. That is a great
0: one. Uh, so I, I just wanted to remind everyone football's going on, and I, I tap into the local news to get some really good in-depth insider info on what's happening with the players on my team. You guys
4: say, yeah, 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 whatever. I asked the players today the real question that needs to be answered heading into their game against their rival.
0: And this is the kind of info I need as a fantasy football fanatic. Oh, I can't, I can't wait, yeah. What's your favorite
4: taylor swift song oh <laughs> uh,
0: she, she might be the enemy this week right like i, I don't want to
5: get on their, her bad side <laughs> she's got a mommy behind her bike space yeah i'll go blank space Maybe, uh, I love, I love, I love, old taylor's great too the fearless and that album's awesome so anything like that yeah love stories, stories great not, thank you
4: okay. justin are you a taylor swift fan
5: uh i i'm not i'm not not a fan but <laughs> If you, you know, told, yeah, if you told me to name some songs, uh. Well,
1: it was until they told me to I don't get the fucker. That's cool. Are you me. a Taylor Swift fan?
5: <laughs> really they tried to, to give me British food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get into that, but yeah.
3: You a
4: Taylor Swift fan? Uh, not for real. Not like that. <laughs> uh. I grew up hearing the music, though. So are you a Taylor Swift fan?
3: No.
4: I guess <laughs> not this week.
3: <laughs> no, I, 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 to be honest, I'm not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's all i got it was just for the lols there yeah man i fucking love it dude this well, guy's come hilarious on, how did
1: they not answer the good was she gonna be there tonight
0: Yeah, so Thursday night football, or as I like to call it, Taylor night football, and yes, it is in Kansas City, the Broncos are playing the Chiefs, Broncos are one and four and absolute trash, the Chiefs are probably going to win the Super Bowl this year, I can only assume because they're sponsored by Pfizer, and they're dating Taylor Swift, the whole team I assume, and so... uh, (laughs) Yeah, man, Taylor's gonna be there. I can't wait to watch forty-five minutes of commercials, about thirty minutes of Taylor Swift, eight minutes of actual football action. Oh yeah, it's wild. They like they don't even to the game anymore. They just have Al Michaels just explain what's happening off screen. He's like, oh am the handoff, and is up fifteen yards, and he's tackled at the forty. Uh, did you
1: see the new press box? It's a, it's right in front of the skybox. There's twenty cameras. <laughs> They actually <laughs> the announcers are just doing a play-by-play
0: on Taylor. They need to get her like a floating skybox that just like revolves around the field at all times so she can just be right where the action and, is. And we
1: cut from the field and just, just came in.
0: Taylor grabbed a hot wing. That's right.
1: <laughs> that is a hot wing. <laughs> I didn't see that one coming
0: through. Did you notice how the hot sauce matched her lipstick? Genius. <laughs> You know, Al, I didn't take her for a double dipper, but there you have it. All right. (laughs) The way
1: she ate that hot dog. Elegant, not too sexy. It was great.
0: But I am horny, and I went six to midnight. (laughs)
1: That's right, folks. Just just out of respect.
0: Interesting thing about uh, Al Michaels. I think it's the... Is it Al Michaels? Yeah, he, he does the Thursday night football. And they moved Thursday Night Football to Prime Time TV, which, you know, it's the Amazon Prime. And part of the contract is, and I might be wrong on the number, I believe he gets, like, $16 million every Thursday for the broadcast. On Thursday night? For the Thursday night. And then, in his contract, it stipulated that at halftime, he's allotted eight minutes to eat a steak dinner. And he, ate, oh. he eats a steak dinner at halftime, and then he goes back into the booth and <laughs> announces the game.
3: <laughs>
1: so this guy gets, he's guaranteed, what, 16 steak dinner? Or no, only Thursday
0: night. It's just the Thursday night contract. I mean, it's Jeff yeah. Bezos signing the bill, man.
1: That's, that's a great deal. That's a nice little added bonus.
0: Well, I, th- I remember, like, he was going to retire, and then I think he... Uh, Signed on to do all this extra stuff. Uh, I mean, come on, man. I just love the steak dinner stipulation. It reminds me of you know the stories of the rock and rollers who would say, like, we want a jar of M&Ms, but not one single brown M&M. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. just, like throwing crazy shit in your contract because you can? Like, that's, that's a power move, man. Like, yeah, you know. know, all right, Jeff Bezos, I'll do your stupid Thursday night football game, but... I need eight minutes to eat a steak dinner at halftime.
3: (laughs) It's
1: fucking awesome, man. It's going to be a porterhouse. There's like no way you could even finish it. I mean, are you you getting like mashed potatoes too? I think it's a full dinner,
0: yeah. I don't know, Al Michaels, I could see him kind of housing it down. He probably eats it like that uh, Joey Buttercups guy. What's his name? The dude who uh, (laughs) eats all the hot dogs really fast.
1: But if you get like a 64-ouncer, dude, that's like eight ounces a minute.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of meat, man. A lot of meat.
1: That's a fast pace.
0: So apparently, uh, and I heard this through the grapevine, but allegedly, Al Michaels has never eaten vegetables in his life, or he like never eats them, and he, he <laughs> eats strictly meat.
1: Uh, not a bad idea.
0: And he like often brags that like he's 80-something years old, and, and he like doesn't eat vegetables at all.: Yeah, he looks good. I mean, he's alive. I don't know how good he looks compared to, you know, how he used uh-huh. to look, right? But there's a lot to be said that, you know, a lot of people out there support that like carnivore diet. I think it's called the carnivore diet, isn't it? Yeah. Where you like strictly eat what? Steak and is chicken involved there? Like, is it all meats or is it only certain meats?
1: I think it's all red meat. Well, like, depends on what you're doing. If you're doing just, like, the carnivore diet, you could do any animal.
0: So you can do the white meat, which is chicken, and then you could do the other white meat, right, the pork, unless you're, uh, you know, part of the Jewish community out there. (laughs) I don't want to ostracize our Jewish brethren.
1: I think they could do pork, right, if it's kosher.
0: Oh, do you just sprinkle some kosher salt onto it and it's all good? (laughs) Is that how that that how that works? Can you, can you make something kosher by sprinkling a little kosher salt on there? I think you just got to put a yarmulke on the pig before you slaughter it. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if you get a hot dog and it's not the Hebrew Frank, but you put a kosher dill pickle on top, right?
1: Oh, good call. <laughs> Dude, you know where I went the other day? I that, that was uh, at the Vienna factory, a little restaurant next door.
0: You went to the Vienna, or did you work in the factory, or were you just next to it?
1: No, no, there's a part supply right next to it, so okay. we go there all the time, and I just stopped in. Man, it's so good.
0: Wait, uh, <laughs> this so is the, the factory where they're making the dogs. Oh, yeah. And you can go into the factory and get some dogs to eat on the spot?
1: They have, like, the, the store, you know, so they got, like, all the Vienna, like, t-shirts, you can buy, like, the stuffed animal hot
0: dog. You gotta send me a Vienna hot dog t-shirt, man.
1: Yeah, I'll get you one. Come and on, then, uh, for
0: Christmas. Uh, remember, I'm Colorado size, extra small. <laughs> <laughs> Gay <laughs> long? Okay, would, I got
1: you.
0: <laughs> would this fit on a nine-year-old? All right, perfect. That'll That'll fit my 38-year-old brother.
1: Yeah, you gotta try their food, man. It's fucking
0: good. They well, do the roast yeah. beef, they got the... Uh, wow, man. I mean, that's the source, dude. Also, yeah. how's the smell outside? Because, I mean, they're processing... Oh. Dude, you know the hot dog? That's not a lot of good meat going into that tube. Oh, it smells delicious. It's like the... It's the leftover stuff, I'm pretty sure. Like, mixed all together. Yeah. Snouts, hooves.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it is, but it's fucking good. I don't care. You go in there, you get the sauce, so- the Polish sausage. Fucking amazing. I'll be honest.
0: I've read through the, like, list of what goes into the hot dogs, and I'll be at an event, like a baseball game, or maybe even a Vienna hot dog place near where I work, and I'll st- still get the hot dog. I, like, don't even care. <laughs> you know? It's yeah. crazy. Like, even knowing what's in the food, you're like, no, no, no. I know how good it is. Serve it up, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: <laughs> just thank you for making it not look like what it is
0: yeah well i i just probably never really bought into the whole vegetarian vegan thing based on the cruelty of animals like i don't know it just never really kind of uh made sense to me i mean the, the cruelty of the animals it's going on no matter how it happens it you, you know if you want to get the meat you got to do the cruelty right? like <laughs> you got to do the killing you know what i'm saying and who's it cruel to not to me. No, and I get it. The like, food. the mass-produced stuff, yeah, that's that's not, you know, good at all. But, you know, but, like, the, the people who are, like, I don't know. Uh, I, I just never really understood that aspect of the veganism and the vegetarian. Like, oh, I'm not going to eat it because animals, you know, died, you know, in the process. <laughs> like, all right, well, you know, a lot of animals die in the process of a lot of things. I don't even know this. You know it's
1: like, you know what's crazy is that a lot of people are saying pigs are smarter than dogs.
0: And that is weird, and there is where I get goofy with the eating of the animals. You know, the personality goes a long way.
3: Personality goes a long way. Did you see the dog that can talk? There's a dog that with, can talk. With the buttons, dude. This lady, <laughs> this.
1: No. this lady, like a bunch of years ago, set up these like those. is like buttons, and like you just so they're on the floor, and the dog would press it, and it would say walk. And she trained it, so like, if it wants to go on a walk, it would push the button, take her on a walk, right? It could say, treat, you know, outside, you know, ball, play, it had all these, like, like, they just kept expanding the vocabulary.
3: Right? And then, uh, apparently, allegedly, this is like the story going around, is that the dog asked through these buttons, who am I? And the lady's, like, you know your your buttons or whatever the fucking dog's name is right
1: it just like looked at her and she like kept saying like your buttons and then it allegedly it went over to the mirror and stared at itself
3: and like a lot of people are talking about like this dog is self-aware now
0: because we gave (laughs) it because you gave it language interesting so you introduce language and then the thoughts start processing
3: I guess so, right? Because until you have words,
1: you're only thinking in pictures and really ins- instinctually
0: right? Amazing. So if you really want to stupefy a group of people, restrict their language.
3: Exactly. oh,
1: absolutely yeah
0: you know if yeah. you if you want to make people docile and incapable of critical thinking, well restrict their ability to utilize words and vocabulary to their advantage, or in a way that they start to think abstractly or, you know, outside of the realm of their existence. That's bizarre that I never, I never really considered that. Like, what is, a, what is a mind that has learned no words?
3: Right. What do you think?
0: Are you just an what animal?
3: What do you, you think?
1: Maybe you know?
0: that is the division between man and animal, simply knowing and retaining enough words to com- to connect them and formulate a thought
1: because how could you really ever understand something until you can have a, have the words for it you know it always made me think too uh like i'm always curious i've asked a lot of people who are like bilingual trilingual if you speak seven languages you know i always ask them what language do you think in and do you know what they always say you know, I never thought about that, but I guess it depends kind of what mood I'm in or what I'm, think- <laughs> or what I'm thinking about. And it's like, yeah, because some languages have a better way of expressing probably what you're feeling. Ah, because, like, yeah, the love
0: languages, Italian, French, Spanish, right?
3: That's, and man, it's got to, you know. But then look at those
0: thinkers out there, the Greeks, man. What about them? I'm just saying, tough language. They're thinking hard. What would that guy say? I don't know. There's a lot of uh, consonants in there. Uh, all right, let's go. No, maybe. I don't. Know. Greeks are just Greeks are just Italian wannabes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> dude, Elon Musk was making waves on the X. Dude, he he was putting stuff out about how all cultures disintegrate and die when they go hyper obsessed with gender. And yeah. he linked a everybody bunch of stuff knows. to, like, the Romans and the Greeks, which, yes, we know about it, but it was just... It's funny seeing it kind of go out there into the universe, uh, you know. When Elon tweets a man, everybody knows, right? Everyone's talking about Elon.
1: Yeah, that's what... It's my biggest argument with it. Everything's gay now. That's how you know we're about to fail, about to crumble as an
0: empire. Right, and what was scarier in my mind about the dog is when it uh, pronounced its pronouns. That was the weirdest... <laughs> that's... That's how you know, folks! The toxicity of woke has invaded all! It's game over, people! Oh,
5: yeah!
3: In, 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 the end, in the
1: end, when asked why he took over all humanity, the dog will say, They never
0: even asked my pronouns. They misgendered him! <laughs> That's what happened! He was misgendered! You bastards! Uh, <laughs> Ha, 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 ha,